This is an exclusive presentation from Federated Media, Unholstered. Hey there, welcome on into a very special holiday edition of Unholstered. My name is Kayla Blakesley. Good morning, everyone. My name is Sophia Rosales-Catina. I'm a captain with the Fort Wayne Police Department, and welcome to the show Unholstered. I'm so glad we are doing this. I say this as a special edition because uh, just as in years past, we always bring in the Fort Wayne Police Department Chief, Steve Reed, to kind of take a look back at the year that was. Like I said, we've done this before, and we have managed to... Wrangle the chief back in here. I know he's a really busy guy. And by we, I mean you, Sophia. You were able to I get I had the a strong arm a little. Yeah, there you go. Is that what it took? Well, yes. I'm glad you Maybe did Maybe some it. bribery with some enchiladas <laughs> or something. I've got some candy over there <laughs> if we need to make it happen. But no, the chief is here. And, and this is just a really unique, special, transparent perspective of the Fort Wayne Police Department when it comes to the, to the year 2023. We're going to talk all things from... New recruits, traffic citations, homicide numbers, uh, how they compared to previous years. We're going to talk about some challenges in 2023, um, some of the priorities in 2023, just how the Fort Wayne Police Department is growing. I mean, there's just a lot of ground to cover here in the time being. So, Sophia, do you want to reintroduce the chief, even though we're sitting here talking about him like he's not in studio? <laughs> well, it's my honor. Uh, he's He's been a great chief to work for, and I'm really grateful that he has allowed me to come on this show and do this show. Um, it's not every day that police departments allow <laughs> people in their ranks to come on and talk about their department and in the manner that I do. So I just want to take time to express some gratitude for that. But I will allow him to introduce himself. Go ahead, Well, sir. good morning and thanks for having me. Um, it's always a pleasure to be here. Um, look forward to our conversation this morning. Chief Reed, did you think, Sophia, when she first initially, so we've been doing this show for over two years now, when she initially came to you, were you like, oh, no, 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 there is no way you're going on a, a hot mic talking about the Fort Wayne Police Department? Did you ever have any doubts or any hesitancies? I, I was a little concerned at first, and then after um, we talked about what, what you're going to talk about and how we were going to present the police department, I was on board. Okay, all right, and I feel like she's done a great job over the last two, well, two, going on two and a half years now. Yeah, I think our listeners have appreciated just the insight. I know that's the big thing I get when people like, oh, you're the lady from the radio. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, and they're like, man, I just didn't realize. That's the biggest line I get. I just yeah. didn't realize all everything you guys do. That's what I get, too. I, and I, I myself say that, I think, a lot of times on this show. I just didn't realize that. In fact, Sophia, I mean, you're our resident stat girl. And I know, Chief, you've also brought in some stats as well. And if you don't mind, I'd like to actually just hit the ground running and start out with some traffic fatalities because you're both in here off mic talking about um, some of the traffic issues, I guess, that we've had here in Fort Wayne. And that really it just really surprised me, Sophia, when you're talking about traffic fatalities and, and the number just for 2023. Well, I think, you know, as as we're, we always close the year in, and, and I always think traffic fatalities are always high, but, but this year, you know, we, they've been high in the last few years, but again, we're hitting that mark, close to that mark that we always hit, like mid-40s for traffic fatalities. And and we can just see like the increase of it's one of our biggest complaints speeding really? reckless driving not stopping at stop signs running red lights i mean that is one of the biggest complaints that i get through my you know voicemail um when i do have time to check it uh but that's what concerns citizens you know is is the driving and you know we just don't i know people always want increased enforcement but it's hard because we're over here taking all these runs that we also have to take and have to kind of, you know, 
manage balancing the tra- doing traffic enforcement with those runs. Chief Reed, looking back on 2023, would you agree? Is that kind of one of the biggest complaints that you see across the board? Is traffic driving? Um, it is. It is one of the biggest complaints. And if you're driving around the city, you can see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, our officers do uh, what they can as far as traffic stops. Um, we have special assignments, some of which are going on currently uh, to address um, reckless driving. We've had some issues here this past year and last year um, with street racing. Uh, it's become a big thing. Uh, in Fort Wayne, Indiana, <laughs> street racing is a thing? I would have never guessed that. Every every city across the country is experience, experiencing this. Uh, we've set up special details um, with some of our specialty teams to do traffic enforcement along with our drone unit. So our drones will help identify um, the reckless drivers, the street racers and then call it into the the units on the ground. Do we think, and by we, I mean you guys, you know, when we're talking about traffic fatalities, and I know, Sophia, you do have the numbers still to share, but do we do we think they've increased because of this street racing suddenly becoming a thing? No, I, it's not the street racing. That just, <laughs> that's just, how do I want to put that? It's just a boredom pain <laughs> to deal with. <laughs> I mean, there's reckless driving for sure, and the city streets are no place for that. Um, because it is dangerous to other drivers. And um, although we haven't had any kind of major incident with that, but they just do cause a lot of um, issues because we get a lot of complaints, a lot of phone calls, and a lot of 911 calls about the driving, about the reckless driving. But it's not just them. I think people in general have just taken driving to a whole new level. I mean, the speeding is crazy. Um, The red light running, stop sign running, just the aggressiveness of drivers. Um, you know, one of the homicides this year was was over road rage. And we had another shooting over road rage. So these things are happening and they're occurring. And we probably need to get a handle on that a little bit better. But again, we are tasked with a lot of things we have to do mm-hmm. and we try to get to what we can. But sometimes we fall a little short. Well, what do the stats tell us? Well, we're in the mid 40s for the um, for the homicide. Or, I'm sorry, for the traffic fatalities, which puts us, we've been in the 40 range for several years. Um, So we know that this is a trend, I should say. Um, But we also have seen a little bit of an increase in the uh, vehicle pursuits. And I'll I'll tag that namely to the stolen vehicle issue we had with the Kias and Hyundais uh, because they all seem to like want to run in those. So that did increase because we had such an increase of the stolen vehicles for those two models. Chief Reed, you're nodding your head. Was that also what I'm going to call maybe a challenge for 2023, this this trend to, to steal Kias? Yes, we've had numerous thefts of these types of vehicles, mainly by juveniles, some as young as 11 years old. And that, see, and then that would maybe explain a lot of the reckless driving, it seems, too. Yeah. If you've got an 11, 12, 13-year-old behind the wheel of a Kia yeah. trying to evade police. A lot of crashes, a lot of reckless driving with that. Um, very dangerous, very dangerous. The other hot topic I feel like that folks always want to look back on, you know, at least when it comes to the Fort Wayne Police Department, the homicide numbers. Where are we at on that in terms of just, you know, the overall homicides in the city or within the city of Fort Wayne? Um, Currently, we have a what we call a a UCR reportable homicide, which is a criminal homicide of 21 of those. uh, All of those homicides, we have an 86 percent clearance rate. The, uh, The detectives in the homicide unit, along with assistance from our gang unit, and narcotics have done an excellent job. You will find you will not find that clearance rate in any other large city. Oh wow! Yeah, in fact, it's thirty-one percent higher than the national average. Wow! We are doing a phenomenal job here in in tracking down people um, 
doing these crimes. And I think it's a group effort. It's not just one group. Like he said, it's vice narcotics, it's gang, everybody working together with our um, U.S. Marshal Task Force, with our FBI Task Force, DEA, ATF, everyone working together to solve these crimes. And it's fantastic to see. In fact, if you go down to our operation center, um, I don't even know what they call it now, but I call it like the the, the total um, tech operation center because it's everything technology would want. And they're all in there working and everyone's at a computer and doing things, popping up on the screen, tracking people, you know, uh, it's just, it's amazing to watch. So technology's really changed the game then for that. It has. You know, the criminals have gotten technologically advanced, and we have to, too. We have to stay one step ahead, and sometimes that's difficult. Does that also translate, then I, I guess I kind of go back to traffic citations and traffic violations. Does technology help with that, too? Because I would assume you could go back to street cams and dash cam from police vehicles. Does that... It, it actually... If it involves like an accident or something like that, uh, usually you have to be on scene to enforce a traffic infraction or violation. Um, we have used our technology. Obviously, like I said, we've used our drones to identify um, street racing, and they can call it into the, the the units on the ground and help with that. So technology, yes, is assisting with that. Yeah, and it's funny you say that, too, because other people's dash cams have helped us with things. So, for instance, when I talked about that, we just recently had a road rage shooting. Someone's dash cam actually captured the crime. Wow. So, when when they turned that over to us, we had a clear view of what happened um, without... It was just a clear view, so it was very easy to make sure people's stories were what they said they were. I always say that. I mean, in today's day, it's like, you can't get away with anything. Someone's always got a camera. There seems, seems to be a camera way. everywhere. It's like we're all teenagers and our parents are, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, they always find out. Always find out. In terms of homicides, how would you compare, you know, 2023 to 2022 as we're taking this look back? We have a slight increase, um, I'd say about 5% right now increase. Um Hopefully, we uh, don't have any more. Mm-hmm. So that would uh, be yeah, great. Yeah, because like, there's technically still days left in days, the year. Yes. So, okay. Yeah. All right. So anything could happen. You know, the traffic fatalities could increase. The homicides could increase. Do we have anything to attribute that slight increase to? Is, are you able to do that or pinpoint one thing or another? Well, when I get the numbers from our uh, crime analyst, um, I'm shocked when I see that our party arm complaints are up almost 600%. So we're, we're receiving a tremendous amount of calls for service uh, with people who are now armed that maybe didn't used to be, and, and armed with guns, knives, anything oh, so like that. so it's not just a firearm. Not just, not just a no. firearm, no. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. But with that, you see, we've seen an increase, a small increase in violence, which our officers have done an excellent job of trying to keep that in check. Again, with that, obviously with the homicides, with that clearance rate, um, our adult arrests are up over 15% and our juvenile arrests are up over 36%. Yeah. So the officers are out there making their arrests when necessary. Yeah, and that's probably a trend that we've seen this last year is just the uptick in juveniles um, involved in these homicides um, and, and multiple people involved. Um, that was also a thing this year because normally, you know, you just have like one-on-one most of the time. But this year, I, this stat kind of struck me we have we have arrested 49 total suspects in the homicides but we've only had you know in the low 20s mm-hmm. so we've had probably almost two people involved per homicide 
Yeah, that's that's weird to me, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, in some of them there were multiples like two and three, so an average of two per homicide. Hmm. So that that struck me as a little bit like different than yeah. I've seen in the past as well. Have you are you guys able to to compare these kinds of numbers and stats with other police departments that are relatively the same size as ours? I mean, do you know how we compare to others? I guess is what I'm trying to ask. Well, all cities have seen an increase in violence. Some of your you know really large cities uh, have exploded, unfortunately, with the level of violence. Uh, we've seen a slight increase here, but again, thanks to the officers out there, we're able to to keep it down. Um, it just seems like over the past couple of years, um, we've just seen a gradual increase in violence across our country. And just just lawlessness in general. I feel yeah. like we've seen a lot across the country. I mean, Sophia and I, yeah. you've talked, you and I have talked at great lengths about our own personal theories yes. as to why <laughs> why we think that is. Uh, but let let's continue on with the facts and the stats. Did I hear you mention you had? Boat stats too. <laughs> we don't. Um, oh, I thought you said you did, yet, but we did uh, bring a new uh, unit on this year. It was the boat patrol. Now they are not up and running as of yet. Obviously, it's the winter time, so hiatus. But, but that was new for twenty twenty three. New for twenty twenty three. So in the summertime, they uh, were doing all their certifications, all their trainings. They have to go through this rigorous training to actually even be in that unit, um, and that is put on by DNR up in. A lake somewhere up north where it's very cold i hear uh, but the chief may have more on that because he's directly involved and i'm just kind of on the outskirts you know, after seeing an increase in the use of our waterways especially downtown i'm receiving some complaints um boats other things going too fast um knocking the the paddle boarders um kayakers you know over not hitting them but the, the wake if you would um i spoke with our local conservation officer um who runs the this area and i asked him if they had a uh, opportunity to have a presence on the waterways and unfortunately they are so busy on the lakes in northeast indiana they do not have the time uh, to come down and patrol the rivers so i talked to him about what could we do and he advised me that we can enforce the waterway uh, regulations laws if you would and that um, here's the type of boat that you should look at so after a lot of research, a lot of time, we we decided on a boat. We got the officers uh, assigned to that boat, their training, and hopefully um, this coming spring uh, they'll be on the waterways. Um, mainly just make sure people are safe. But that's, if they have to enforce it, they will. That's so cool. So you kind of took it upon yourself to seek out, like, hey, what can we do? How can we help? I mean, this this is you kind of bringing this to light? Yes. Uh, when we have an incident on the waterways, the rivers, um, we get the call, mm. um, whether it's a disturbance on a, a boat or um, somebody driving recklessly on, on the waterways, um, someone who's in trouble on the waterways, Fort Wayne Police Department, uh, Fort Wayne Fire Department, then we, we get the call. So we have to respond. I guess that makes sense. I think something else, too, that I just learned this year, and I'm sure you've had it for longer than just 2023. So, I, you know, talking about boat patrol, I don't know why, but it also makes me think about your bike patrol. That's something that I just learned that the Fort Wayne Police Department even had. I clearly don't spend a lot of time downtown. What's the latest on our bike patrol? Well, this year we saw a little bit of an increase in we a full-time section for to cover the second shift of are the day we didn't have that before it was kind of a temporary oh, position okay. but now we have two full-time so that is new for 2023 yes we have two full-time people that work second shift in bike bike patrol and that unit has really been instrumental in 
in helping with our homeless population. Um, they are really interactive with the homeless population. They know a lot of them. They know a lot of times when people like give a description or where someone is, they know exactly who they're dealing with. And we have a lot of mental illness within that population as well. So they do a really good job at talking in, in talking with people, getting them services that they need to get services, or calming them enough to leave them where they be or send them on their way if they're trespassing. And these guys are out in the dead of winter, right? Correct. Rain, snow, it doesn't matter? Yeah, and they're not necessarily on their bikes in the winter when it's snowing because it's really hard to get around. They're probably more in cars, but they are checking on that homeless population, any problems. And they're mainly um, in the downtown area, but they do go outskirts um, to if they're needed for because we have a lot of like homeless encampments that are popping up all throughout the city. So they are the de facto checkers of that, but we're tr but it's becoming a huge way more than they can address. So we're we're working on finding alternative ways that aren't police involvement immediately to mm -hmm. check on that because sometimes then that creates a problem when we're the first person people call. Especially when there's with, so many other services they could do that. Yeah, with. especially with homelessness because it's not like in every case they're homeless people are breaking the law no you know so only that if they're get, tr uh, trespassing right. or something that can like get that. tricky yeah so we, you know we're just trying to be i guess conscious of the our interactions mm -hmm. with them so it doesn't look like it's some kind of scare tactic yeah and that I mean, sometimes they just need maybe a service or sometimes they should be told to move along and they will if it becomes an issue then they will call us and we'll handle it at that point before we kind of start talking about know, accomplishments and challenges for 2023. Any any last stats and figures that you feel like are really important to point out for 2023? Well, just the how busy our officers are. They've uh, responded to over 140,000 calls for service. Um, so they're, they're constantly on the go. Yeah. And, you know, when we're when you're in a city our size, we, we kind of hover around that um, we have for the last past several years but if you break that down because it's those runs are mostly for patrol patrol mm -hmm. generates those runs maybe gang unit as well street crimes unit so those are mainly patrol which are uniformed officers stats so if you're talking maybe 260 280 people generating a hundred we'll call it 130,000 runs so Divide that between that, and that's Woof. your average year for off per, per officer. officer. So we're a large city, and we did increase our um, officers to 500. We were at 480. We did oh, get wow. an increase of 20 to 500 this year, um, and it helps. But still, and we've talked about it on the show before, the police department is always asked to do so much mm -hmm. and be involved in almost everything. <laughs> that it almost makes it impossible to do for a city our size with even 500 officers. Well, that's why I like talking about bike patrol, b boat patrol. You yeah, know, and those are all citations. necessary functions. Yeah. And they've shown positive results, but we still need increases in those units to make them even more effective. So if it were me, I would, in I would ask for another increase. Um, and I know people don't like to hear that. Chief, is that what she's saying? I can't tell. <laughs> So we, we, we have continued to increase. When I took over, we were at 460. Now we're at 500. Uh, and we will continue to increase over the years. Let's move on because I just want to make sure we have plenty of time for this. Because, Chief, I always love hearing from you when we do these look back shows. I do love always hearing, you know, challenges and accomplishments. 
um, I, not that not that a challenge is a bad thing, but I want to start there because I want to end on you know on, on the positive of, of accomplishments for 2023. But what would you say were some of the biggest challenges for 2023 looking back? Trying to address the increasing violent crime, and like yeah. we talked about, it's across the country. We saw um, we have seen a 40 percent increase in our felony warrant service by our SWAT team, our emergency services team. Uh, you know that jumps out at me. Um, a lot of people are doing this doing criminal activity and we're having to address it and that remains a challenge um also recruitment remains a challenge um we have to um, incentivize um people who want to be police officers to choose the fort wayne police department and not not go someplace else do you think recruitment i mean I, and this is more maybe because i work in the media you just hear all this really nasty negative rhetoric it seems like about police officers and not even just in 2023, I feel like it's really kind of reared its ugly head over the last couple of years. But do you think that also plays into why recruitment is down and continues to be a challenge? I think that plays a part in it. Uh, some of it is people just aren't interested yeah. in, in uh, public service. Um, those who choose to do so is obviously a, it's a, a um, storied profession. Um, and if you want to be a police officer, you want to be a police officer. You want to be a firefighter, you want to be a firefighter. It's not just, oh, I'm going to. It's not a wishy washy thing. Yes. That's so true, especially well, Wait a minute, kids. that's how I started here. That's Hold a good on. point. That's a good point. <laughs> but that's true. You know, you ask young kids even yeah. these days, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to do? And they're like, I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be a professional video gamer, <laughs> whatever, you know. Um, but so you're right. Just the overall general interest. Here, I, I do tend to place all the blame on the rhetoric, but that's a really good point. And if you want to be a firefighter like your Uncle Jim, you know it from when you're like six, that that's what you want to do. Yeah, but I think the rhetoric still does play a huge part in that, especially because people, we and like, again, we've talked on the show at, at length about the expectations you have mm-hmm. of an officer, as if we're some superhuman superhero who never misses a step, yep. doesn't make a mistake, doesn't foul up. And we're not going to forgive you when you do. Yeah. Yep. I mean, wow, that's mm-hmm. a lot of pressure to put on someone. And who wants that? Yeah, that's a good point. I don't who want wants it. that? I say that to you all the time, Sophia, that yeah. I'm glad there's people like you who do yeah. what you do because I couldn't handle that. So, Chief, moving forward here, what would you say were some of your big accomplishments for 2023? Well, uh, tragically, because of the number of homicides, we were the accomplishment is that we were able to clear a majority of those 86 percent so i give credit that to the, de- yeah, the detectives and officers they, they do a fabulous job uh getting our numbers up um getting our uh drone's first responder program off the ground and functional and we will continue to increase that i see what you did there getting that drone program off the ground uh-huh. <laughs> pun intended <laughs> uh, the um implementation of the boat patrol for downtown uh, the, the second shift bike unit um, in our downtown area. If you go downtown on the weekends, especially if the weather's nice, thousands and thousands of people. So we've had to make sure we've had a presence down there. So if someone needs needs us, needs our services, then we're, we're available. Yeah, it's just, there's a lot more and we've talked about them on the show. But I think just, honestly, if we're talking about accomplishments, I think that it's just that we have men and women willing to come out and Amen. do this job every day no matter what rain or shine cold or hot um, bad days good days they're here for the city protecting it protecting its citizens doing the best that they can um, and 
I think that is a worthy accomplishment all in and of itself. Yeah, I think the fact that you're all willing to go out there and risk your lives every day to serve and protect your community is quite frankly, one of the most admirable things, not just for year 2023, uh, but for every single year. Chief, as I've mentioned, we've had you on before to kind of take a look back for during previous years. And during those times when we've had you on the show, I've always liked to give you a couple of extra minutes just to kind of have your final thoughts as the year, you know, is coming to a close. Any message that you want to share with your officers, with the community, anything like that? Well, with the officers, um, I just want to say thank you. They do a wonderful job. That's the things that they see every day uh, most people do not understand what what they what they deal with on a daily basis so i want to thank them personally for what they do Um, hopefully we provide the appropriate equipment so they can do their job along with the support um, not only from me but from the mayor uh, from city council um, to our citizens and i i want to thank the citizens because the level level of cooperation um, from our citizens has helped us increase um, our clearance rate on the homicides, uh, getting more information. Um, the citizens just thanking the officers as they uh, pass them or sitting in a restaurant. Um, that's that's quite wonderful. And I, if I, to the general public, if you see an officer, please thank them. Amen. Give a wave, send a smile, buy their meal, buy their coffee. I have heard, because we actually talk about that, Sophia and I, a lot on this show as well just having that small act of kindness that small gesture and i have heard from so many listeners that say oh i do that now because you mentioned just just waving and smiling is yeah. really really important like, i've had it. so many people tell me that. i love that no no coffee bot is needed <laughs> you don't need to buy me a coffee <laughs> although it's nice but yeah. you know it makes me feel weird <laughs> but but just a thanks and you know what and honestly you don't need to do that just for me, I think it's just being supportive by waiting for facts to come out before you judge people, especially us. Amen to that, sister. Well said on that note. Uh, Chief Reed, thanks for being in studio. Uh, you're not totally off the hook. We're going to bring you back here on the show because we also want to take a look ahead at 2024. We want to talk about you know some of the priorities that will be pinpointed for 2024, maybe some of the challenges that you also foresee happening in 2024. Maybe there's some new patrols that are going to start that I don't even know about because that always seems to be the case when we talk about the Fort Wayne Police Department. You guys always have something up your sleeve um, that I always find to be so fascinating and always walk away from these shows just feeling so lucky um, that we have such an amazing police department uh, right here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. So so Chief Reed, we're going to bring you back for now. You are listening to a very special holiday edition of Unholstered. Don't forget, you can download the Unholstered podcast anywhere you download a podcast. Just search for Unholstered. Your town, your team, your topics. This is Unholstered. Thanks for listening to Unholstered. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search Unholstered. Podcasts by Federated Media.